Uh, turn to Leviticus chapter 19. Is that showing? Leviticus chapter 19 and just going to read verse 2. Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much just for this opportunity of just being able to continue um, uh, to look at... um, at your names, Father, and, and in particular, Father, this week as we finish off uh, looking at your uh, name, Yahweh Makadish. And uh, we pray, Father, that uh, you'll bless our time together, that you'll teach us, um, that you'll just empower me to only say those things which you'd have me to say, Father, and that your Holy Spirit will work in each of our hearts and lives this morning. Continue to um, conform each of us to the image of Christ and, Father, to equip us. Uh, for the work of the ministry, um, that we may be always ready and willing to give an answer for the hope um, that you have given to each of us who are saved. For it's in Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. All right, I'll just, it's been a while since we've, um, we've been here, so I'm just going to do a, uh, a quick recap before um, we finish off this um, this lesson. So, just bear with me a moment. I'll find the right page here. So, we have started looking at Yahweh Makadish, which is the Lord is holy. Um, it's, it's the second... Uh, of the five compound names of Yahweh um, that we'll be looking at in this series. So we've already looked at Yahweh Jireh um, and then, um, you know, coming up in the rest of the series, we've got Yahweh Sidkanu and Yahweh Nisi and Yahweh Shama. But this week we finish off Yahweh Makadish. So far we have seen its its use. Um, it's... So the, it, it's not found in our English Bibles, but the, the, um, the Hebrew is found many times. And its first use 
is in right here in Leviticus 19, chapter, uh, verse 2, where it says, um, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Um, its meaning means that the Lord sanctifies. Uh, it comes from the root uh, Kodesh, um, which has been translated as holy, dedicated, consecrated, uh, sanctified and hallowed um, some 700 um, times. Its primary meaning, however, is set apart for a particular purpose. Um, for example, you know, special days. Um, uh, for example, you know, the Sabbath. Um, special places and objects and people. Uh, we, we, and we've already looked at, at, at these things. Um, we also looked at its significance. There we go. Um, firstly, that God is set apart from all things and he is unique. Um, and he, he's unique because of his character. You know, he is... Uh, all-knowing, he is all-powerful, um, uh, he is just, um, you know, he, he's, he's unique because of his, um, of his person, of his character. Um, we also saw that his holiness is the balance for all of his attributes and, um, you know, any, whenever you look at the character of God, whenever you consider the character of God, each aspect of his character balances out other parts of his character. You can't, you can't have one without the other. You know, it's, it's what makes God God. Um, you take away any single um, aspect of his character, whether it's his holiness, whether it's his just, it, it affects his overall um, uh, personality, his overall character, his, his essence, if you will, um, in quite dramatic ways. Um, we also saw that um, his holiness is his glory and his beauty. There we go. Uh, and then all, also we saw that his holiness demands um, holiness. Um, you know, that we should be holy as, as he is holy. Now... Um, we finish off the lesson by looking at um, the application of all this. You know, what, what does that mean um, for us today? So, quite simply and firstly, it means that we must be holy because he is holy. So, we've seen that here in um, Leviticus 19.2, which is also quoted over in 1 Peter uh, chapter 1 verses 15 and 16. Which says, But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. So we must be Kodesh because he is Kodesh. Um, so what does this mean specifically? Right, we'll, ju we'll just look at it in our lives from, um, from four perspectives. 
the negative, the positive, the outward, and the inward. So, negatively, it means um, separation from the world. Just turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And reading from verse uh, 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you and will be a father unto you and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. And over to 7 verse 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Um, so, Kodesh in my life means that I keep my life pure from the world. It does not mean removing myself from the world, you know, like monks do. Um, it's, it's not in that sense. But we are to be unique or different, and not for the sake of being different, um, but simply because we are following God's ways, we will be different. You know, we will stand out like th sore thumbs um, in this world as we seek to live for God um, as he directs us, as we live, um, uh, you know, in his ways. We, we will be different. Um, and, um, and we need to allow that difference to show. Um, that's, part of our, that's part of our testimony. Now, that as, as we walk in our daily lives, people should, you know, should see something different in our lives. Because, you know, as, as, as the, um, the chorus says, we, we walk to a different beat, don't we? You know, we have a very different outlook on, on life um, to what the unsaved do, you know, to, to what the world, uh, to the outlook on life that the world, world has. And, and that should come through in the way, in the way we live. Um, so walking in God's ways um, rather than in the world's uh, ways is this idea of um, separation negatively. But in a, in, a, in, a pos in a positive aspect, it also means separation unto um, the Lord. Uh, turn to Leviticus 18. And verses 3 and 4. After the doings of the land of Egypt wherein ye dwelt shall ye not do and after the doings of the land of Canaan whither I bring you shall ye not do neither shall ye walk in their ordinances 
You shall do my judgments and keep mine ordinances to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. And then also over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 9. So in, in Leviticus, um, God tells Israel um, what they are not to do negatively. And then he tells them what they are to do positively. And then he finally tells them why, because I am the Lord. And then also here in 1 Thessalonians 1, 9, For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and the true God. So we must be holy because he is holy. Okay, outwardly. So our hands must be free from defilement and sin. James chapter 4. In verse 8. So this is this is referring simply to our actions, what we what we do. Um, although this verse covers both the next two points. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. The phrase cleanse your hands is talking about what we do, um, whereas the phrase purify your heart speaks of what we are. We must be holy both on the outside and on the inside. It is not enough to have pure motives and good intentions. If your actions are not pure, it does not glorify God. You know, our actions need to be right. Um, they, uh, that's what the unsaved see. So we need to care about our actions um, because, you know, that's our testimony. Um, that's what the unsaved see and that's what's going to draw them or drive them away from God. Um, you know, how, how much do we cringe, you know, when we hear um, the unsaved um, talking about um, what their impression of, of Christendom is? Because Christendom doesn't have a good testimony um, in, in, in the like generally speaking, in the world today, does it? And, um, you know, how often do we cringe, you know, because... That, you know what they've seen Christians uh, do or attitudes that they've seen um, Christians have so our actions you know are important so that's our outward however inwardly our hearts or motives must also be pure and more importantly because this is what determines um, our actions also here in James 4 8 Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So the reverse of what we've just seen is also true. While good motives and impure actions are vain, so likewise are perfect actions with wrong motives are wasted. The heart is the most important venue of holiness. Okay, and, and that's important. 
um, that we remember that. Outward holiness will never make us pure within. But inward holiness will have an effect on um, what we do. Um, one of the problems with, you know, you know, with youth groups and, and, and that today is that we place too much emphasis on outward conformity but give little attention to inward consecration. Yet it is the inward that concerns our holy God the most. You know, what about your heart? Are you pure within? We must realise the importance of holiness. Our focus should be on changing inwardly. And the way we do this is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Okay, we've, seen, we've got a hint of it here in James um, 4, 8, where it says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. But let's also turn to 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. You know, as we spend time with, with God in his word, um, beholding his glory, the Holy Spirit will work in our hearts and conform us to his image. Um, and that's what 2 Corinthians 3.18 um, here says. You know, as we behold God's glory, the Holy Spirit will change us into that, um, into that same image. But we need to take the time to spend time with the Lord, getting to know him. Um, so this doesn't mean that we neglect, you know, our actions. We, we can't just live as we please and not have any consideration of our actions. We, we, we need to. Um, but our actions will only change as our heart changes. And so our focus needs to be, you know, on spending time with God and allowing him to work in our hearts to change us from the inside um, out. So, as we conclude, so in Ephesians 1 4, it is the reason that we are saved. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. What? That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Okay, so holiness is the reason that we are saved. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. And then Hebrews 12.10 Because God is holy, it is a reason that we are chastened. Um, Hebrews 12.10 says, For they verily, um, talking about parents, for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure. 
but he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness um, so while we are not perfect in disciplining our children God is and he does so that we may be partakers of his holiness or his glory um, also it is God's will for our lives 1 Thessalonians 4 so our holiness is God's will for our lives this is the will of God even your sanctification that ye should abstain from fornication that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honour not in the lust of concupiscence even as the Gentiles which know not God that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter because that the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testified for God hath not called us unto uncleanness but unto holiness so it is God's will for our lives that we are holy as he is holy and then it is our destiny Ephesians chapter 5 And verse 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse it, that's the church, with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. You know, as, as Christ presents the church to himself um, after the rapture, then his desire is to present the church um, holy and blameless, uh, without blemish. Um, and so God's name, Yahweh Makadish, the Lord is holy. Um, the Lord sanctifies. You know, we are to be holy because he um, is holy and then so just to um, conclude in review so so far uh, in this series we have we've looked at a lot of things but just um, uh, the compound we've been looking at the names of God and the compound names of God um, that we have seen so far is firstly El Elohim, the mighty, strong, powerful, omnipotent creator and covenant-keeping God. Um, Lord or Adonai, master, master, which highlights the master-slave relationship. We need to submit, but he will provide our needs. And then Lord Yahweh, he is eternal and personally involved in our lives. They are the main names of God. And then the compound names, El Elyon, the most high God. There is none higher in any sense of the meaning. El Roy, the all-seeing God. Um, nothing escapes his sight. He sees everything. Uh, El Shaddai, he is all-sufficient. Um, he is almighty. You know, all, all these um, aspects of his name, you know, 
can be an encouragement to us as we seek to live for him. Um, because as, as we live for him, we need to trust him that he will look after us, that he will take us through any trials that come. Um, you know, those of us who are parents have to entrust our children to God. Um, that's hard sometimes. And, but, you know, there, and especially, you know, as, as we've got, uh, you know, sort of younger and older children, as the older one is, is, is growing up, it's, it's hard to let her make her own decisions. Um, but, you know, we need to trust the Lord uh, with that. And, um, and then as, as they, um, uh, as they get older and, and, and go on and, and serve the Lord as they believe um, the Lord would have them to, um, we need to, you know, trust the Lord with that. Um, but, um, and that's hard. But these names of God remind us, you know, that we serve, you know, a great and powerful God. He has made promises and every promise that he has made, he has kept. There's not a promise that he has made that has failed. Um, and there are many promises yet um, for us to look forward to. Um, you know, I, I've been uh, reading through Revelation in my quiet time at the moment. And, and I'm right up to um, that, that last two chapters of Revelation. And they, you know, I mean, the whole book of Revelation is great. But chapters, um, you know, 20, 21, 22... You know, if, if you're wanting uh, like a vision of the future, you know, reread those chapters. And, you know, Pastor is going through um, Revelation at the moment. Um, it might be a while yet before we get to, um, uh, to those chapters. But, you know, it's a great book, Revelation. You know, it, it, it points us, and the purpose of it is to give us a glimpse of eternity. And it is only a glimpse. You know, we, as, as I've been thinking about, um, you know, that, that God will provide, um, you know, like the current heaven and earth will eventually pass away and he, he will make a new heaven and a new earth. Well, I've been thinking that, you know, how glorious is that new heaven and new earth going to be? Because he will make it make that um, in a far greater way than what the current one because we will be glorified. We'll be able to comprehend more because we will have the, our glorified bodies. Um, and, um, and, you know, just, just the new Jerusalem gives a little bit of a glimpse as to what, you know, even um, the new heaven and the new earth is going to be like. Um, that's, that's what we've got to look forward to. He has kept all his promises so far and that's yet to come. But meanwhile, you know, we have a, we have a task here on earth um, to be um, a faithful witness and testimony uh, for him and that requires us to spend time with him um, and get to know him, allow the Holy Spirit to conform us to his image
and then be always ready and willing to give an answer um, for the hope, you know, this hope of eternity that we have. We, we need to be able to give an answer for why we believe that that's, um, that that's going to happen. And, um, and so that, you know, God's names are an encouragement to us um, in so many different ways. So El Roy, the all-seeing God, nothing escapes his sight. El Shaddai, he is all-sufficient and almighty. And then Yahweh Jireh, the Lord, our provider, he provides all our needs. And then we've just finished looking at today, Yahweh Makadesh, the Lord is holy. Um, so we need to be holy. And the way that we um, achieve that is not in our own strength, but as we spend time with him in his word, um, he will, his Holy Spirit will work in our hearts and conform us to the image of Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. Father, we thank you for the fact that you have given us a more sure word of prophecy. Um, Father, that, that we each um, have, our, you know, have our own personal copy um, of your word and we can praise you for that because we can just go to your word anytime and um, learn about you and allow your Holy Spirit uh, to work in our hearts and lives. And we um, thank you, Father, that indeed you are a holy God, um, that you are a glorious, um, a glorious God, and uh, we thank you um, for everything that you have done for us. We pray that you'll continue to equip us for the work of the ministry, um, that you'll um, continue to give us the desire, Father, to be a faithful witness and testimony for you um, that as opportunity presents itself that we um, will tell others um, about what a great, big, wonderful God you are also. For it's in Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. Thank you.